Hey everyone, welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brittany. And this is the podcast where we talk about all things gymnastics. And this week we share our thoughts on the Gold Over America tour, as well as give an update on the latest happenings within the shit show that is USA Gymnastics. So stick around. But first, we want to take a moment to thank our Gold Level Patreon supporters. A big thank you to Kathleen R, Amy M, Lucy S, Kevin K, Maya A, Becca S, Nina L, DFP, Blake B, Elaine E, Rydog, Cookie Master, Faith M, Kristen R, Lori S, Sabrina M, Amy C, and Erica S. Thank you all for continuing to support our show each month at the highest tier level. We love and appreciate you all so, so much. And if you are interested in becoming a Patreon, you can do so for as little as $1 a month all the way up to $5 a month. There are different perks of each tier level and we will have that information linked in the show notes down below. We have a link to our website and also a link to our Patreon account directly. So check that out if you're interested and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. We want to start out this week's episode by saying thank you and giving a shout out to a very special listener of ours, Krista on Instagram. You know who you are. We just want to say thank you so, so much for your very, very generous donation for our show, as well as just for always being so nice and sending us nice messages and stuff like that. It's just little things, but it really does mean everything to us, especially in times where things are a little bit hard. And I think me and Brittany lately have been struggling a little bit. Just we have a lot going on. We're really overwhelmed and just some mental health issues in there as well. And sometimes it's hard to find the motivation to keep going and, you know, find the energy to do a podcast. It's been really, really hard sometimes. And it's the nice messages and the support, not just from you, but from really all of our listeners. You know, we have so many nice messages all the time and it really does mean a lot to us. And it's stuff like that that does give us the motivation to keep going and, you know, brightens our day up a little bit. And I think Brittany would agree as well. You know, lately it's been hard, but opening up messages like that, it really does mean a lot. Yeah, there were so many times during this past week where I thought back on, you know, your nice message and what you did for us. And we just really wanted to take a moment on here. And I I know that I got your permission to do this because I didn't want to like put you on the spot, but I really do just want to convey how grateful we are and how much we like truly, truly, truly appreciate it. I can't even like find the words. So um, just wanted to take a moment just to give you a shout out on our show. And of course, say thank you to all of the people who continue to listen to our podcast and send those nice messages, as well as our Patreon supporters. It just it truly means so much to us. And, you know, it's been a while since I think we've really taken a moment to actually like pause and just be grateful for where our podcast is at and how much we've grown and the community that we've started to build. So I think we really just wanted to take this moment to be grateful and say thank you. And we love and appreciate all of you so, so much. With that being said, we went to the Gold Over America tour last weekend, actually, and we also wanted to take a minute to just talk about that experience, and it was a bright spot in my week last week. I had a terrible week last week, (laughs) and I got to finish it off with the Gold Over America tour, and we've been to a few tours in the past. We went to the 2008 Tour of Olympic Superstars or Tour of Olympic Champions. I forget. I think what it was Superstars it. in 2008 and Champions in 2016. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. We also went in 2016. And 
I have to say, I was pleasantly surprised. I I didn't know what to expect, I guess, having this be the first tour that we're seeing without USA Gymnastics involvement. Yeah, I was kind of looking forward to that. And I think it's super cool that Simone is able to have a tour and host this big event all on her own. And, you know, she don't need USA Gymnastics. I think that's great. USA Gymnastics needs her. She doesn't need them. That's true. Get that straight. And I just think it was really, really cool. I know Simone's been wanting to do this. It's kind of been a dream of hers. So to just see it all out there, her living out her dreams. Have it come to fruition. Yeah, I think it's I think it's great. So I really, really enjoyed it. One of the things that I think I enjoyed the most about it was just the overall message of the show, which is to be yourself and to prioritize your mental health. There was a part in the show where Simone said something about taking a mental health day. Mm-hmm. And I did just that. You want to know what I did the next day? I didn't go to work because if you're sick, you would call into work, would you not? You would. What happens if mentally you feel like you're sick? You should be able to call in. Right. People don't really understand that or value that, I feel like. And I mean, maybe some people in this world do. I guess I don't know. I didn't talk to my employer about it, but I will say I listened. And it was validating in that moment for me to hear Simone Biles tell me that you should just take a mental health day. And, and I'm like, was, you're right, girlfriend, because I needed it. Yeah, it was very, very fitting because you were actually ironically talking about that. <laughs> and then when that part of the show came up and Simone said that, I looked at you and I'm like, she just said, take your day <laughs> off. I'm like, like, okay, I'm doing it. <laughs> it was perfect timing. Totally but, perfect. Yeah, just like overall prioritizing your mental health. And I think it's so important for young kids because that's what I was thinking about when I was watching this was all the young kids in the audience listening to their idols talk about these things. I think that's exactly what I needed to hear growing up. And so I'm so happy that the show was able to do that for so many young kids. It's one of their, I'm assuming, if they're at the tour, one of their favorite things, which is gymnastics, mixed with such a positive, uplifting message about empowerment and, you know, being yourself and Mm -hmm. standing up for yourself. Yeah, there was this underlying message about finding worth Aside from medals, aside from what your coaches think, aside from what you look like or how much you weigh. I mean, there was just so many important messages in this show on top of just, you know, the cool skills and the gymnastics. And getting to see your favorite gymnast. Yeah, um, I I really liked that. I liked that this tour had that underlying message or theme to it instead of just... Like, we won gold, we're Olympic champ. Well, I'm talking about past shows, obviously. Yeah. In the years past, when they won gold, that's, that was what it was about, was, like, we're Olympic champions, this is awesome, come watch us do cartwheels. Yeah, and it was just, like, a money pit. <laughs> yeah. And this seemed to have just something it more... It felt so real yeah. and so deep. It was an important message, and it was just... It seemed like it was something that was bigger than the gymnasts. And I have to say, there was a few parts in the show where I actually got teary-eyed, and... TMI maybe it was just because I was about to start my period in a couple days sorry TMI but like maybe that was why I was so emotional but during Caitlin Ohashi's spoken word poem that was such a powerful moment and I got teary-eyed listening to her through poetry convey almost like her own story her struggles in the sport the feelings of maybe feeling like you didn't live up to some sort of expectation of going to the Olympics or even to a world championships and again, bringing home a gold medal and just feeling like that at that point in time, that was what her worth was. Mm -hmm. And then kind of ending it with like the message that she would send to her younger self 
It was so, so powerful. Obviously, it's called Gold Over America. That was a really big theme on the tour as well. But it's not just gold as in like winning gold. It's about how each athlete is golden in more ways than just winning gold medals. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the fact that... So there was Caitlin Ohashi's poem that was beautiful. And then immediately after that, there was a montage of everybody who was a part of the show at least the gymnasts. Um, I think it was just the gymnasts. I don't recall seeing any of the dancers in there, but it was... Who were amazing, by the way. We'll, we'll get to that. But <laughs> yeah, there was photos of them as young gymnasts, and then it would kind of transcend into, you know, them at the Olympics or the World Championships or at UCLA, whatever it was, like their, their peak in their career. It was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's something about seeing them as kids and then just looking at them on this, like, big stage all having the time of their lives. They all seem like they're so happy, enjoying gymnastics, enjoying where they're at. And successful in so many different ways. Yeah. So many different levels of success. You have the greatest gymnasts in the world. You have Olympians. You have... Viral sensations. Viral sensations. World champions. Yeah, you have just people that are advocates. Just like, there's just so many incredible girls a part of this tour. And they all just got to kind of tell their own story. And I agree with you that picture the baby picture part was very very sweet following caitlin's poem it just it did it for me it was too much yeah it did me in (laughs) it was a lot but i loved it and i think that was probably one of my favorite parts of the show which is saying a lot because there was so much that i did enjoy about it we actually have a little list here that we made so we can kind of just go through and me and ashley haven't talked about the tour really since we went like we we did have brief conversations about it but Mm -hmm. we really did want to save a lot of our conversation for this podcast so you guys can hear like our real authentic conversation about it the things that we liked and maybe some of the things that we didn't like one thing i really liked about the show was that we got to see a lot of just cool random things that you wouldn't normally see in a competition like for example Chelsea freaking memo standing up on the high bar on one leg and doing a squat. I mean, we've all, squat. Yeah, we've seen her do this like on YouTube and she posts videos on Instagram all the time. But that's just really, really cool. And it's kind of thrilling to see that in real life, like right in front of your face. And then you have Shailish Jones doing a handstand for like a solid at least 30 seconds. Yeah. Like that girl knows how to hold a handstand. It's incredible. And she's wearing like a Superwoman outfit too because that's one of the costumes that they wear. Yeah. Or leotards, I should say. I don't know why I'm calling it a costume. I mean, maybe I mean, it's, it's, it's Halloween, so in my mind, I'm like, everything's a costume. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was so iconic. Yeah, and things like that, you just don't really ever see when you're at a gymnastics meet so I thought that was kind of fun and then I was also really impressed by the amount of skills or the level of skills I guess I should say normally on tour you see like a couple big skills here and there but it's a lot of just dancing and like layout timer type skills yeah and we actually saw a lot of legit gymnastics so we had Melanie Dos Santos from France she did a Bahardwaj, which is obviously the pack with a full twist. She kind of busted that out, and I was not expecting it. I was no. like, whoa. <laughs> I actually, I missed it because I was pulling up my camera to record. Mm-hmm. And so I looked down at that split second, and I missed it, unfortunately. And then a couple seconds later, she does a full twist and double layout, sticks the landing cold. And I'm pretty sure we had this clip on our Instagram. She sticks it cold, and then she, like, puts her arm up in the air, like, her finishing pose. It was the Wonder Woman routine, so she had, like, that... As Brittany would say, the costume on. Yeah. And she just looked like a total badass. And then we also had Jordan Childs throwing like Arabian double front piked. Um, Mikhail Skinner and Jade Carey doing double doubles. Yeah, lots of double doubles. 
Simone did the Biles, the double layout, the half twist Biles, not the triple double Biles. <laughs> um, double layout from Caitlin Ohashi. Yeah, which I that was a surprise because I think that someone first. someone messaged us and they were I I forget what show they said, but Indianapolis. Like from what I understood, Caitlin wasn't really doing a whole lot of gymnastics. Like she had her beam routine with Morgan Hurd and Lori Hernandez, where they kind of just were doing like leaps and aerials mm-hmm. and like light light gymnastics on beam, and then she had her poem, which is just her walking around the floor as her poem is you know being read to see her actually doing real gymnastics like mm-hmm. a double layout that's huge i, I was not expecting that no wasn't ready for it and i just happened to be recording so go check out our instagram story if you didn't happen to see it yeah we have it saved on our profile as a highlight yeah but i was just like recording i think just ready to capture whoever did whatever and it took me a second to be like oh wait that was caitlin like Caitlin just did a double A. Yeah. (laughs) So that was pretty cool. I just enjoyed the level of gymnastics. With with shows like that, you never really know what you're going to get. And I was pretty impressed. Also, I noticed how much safer the equipment was. Like, there was Mm -hmm. mats all over the place. It really did feel like the athlete's safety was the number one priority for the show, which I really, really appreciated, obviously. And I Mm -hmm. think it allowed them to be able to go out there and do some of those bigger skills. Yeah. And also... Unlike from tours in the past. Yeah. And you've got to remember, too, like, they're going from stop to stop to stop. Maybe every once in a while they have a day in between to rest. But, yeah, these girls' bodies, they're they're going. They're in go mode. So it's nice to see that they there's some priority on their health and safety. Something else that I really liked was the choreography. Yep. They had real dancers who were a part of the show, like real professional dancers. Yeah, and I think it totally added something to the entire show because there would be times where, you know, there would be a lot going on, of course. Like you have somebody doing something on bars or several girls doing something on bars. You have somebody over on beam and then you have the dancers either out on the floor or on the tumbling strip. So there was a lot to look at, a lot to take in. But I feel like the dancers and the choreography in general was was really well done and I think it added something to the show. I think the choreography I read was done by Valerie Condos Field as well as BJ Das. I believe she had a role in that as well. And, you know, BJ does the choreography at UCLA. So yeah, I think the choreography was really well done. I thought it was great. I agree. It added something to the show. The dancers were amazing. They killed it. And a lot of the gymnasts as well. Like, okay, Lori Hernandez, we knew that girl could dance, but like, hello, she can dance. She literally looks like a professional yeah, dancer. Yeah, she killed it. Also, Melanie. Yes. I could not take my eyes off her. She was good. And I guess you could say we, we kind of knew she could dance because like her floor routine's fun and sassy and she moves a little bit in her floor routine. Yeah, she's got it going on. But um, she was definitely killing it during this show. So I could shout not out to Melanie. take my eyes off of her. <laughs> and then, of course, Nia Dennis, mm-hmm. viral sensation. Wouldn't, we knew that she was a good dancer yeah, as well. Wouldn't expect anything less from Nia. But it was just a lot of fun. And I, I think the choreography, the numbers, it was high energy. It was good music. It was very, like, it felt like you were at a concert almost. Yeah. Like, it was concert meets gymnastics. Yeah. No, I don't want to say meet, but, like, gymnastics performance meet concert. A concert and a gymnastics competition had a baby. Yeah, sure, that works. I don't want to say competition because obviously there's no competition aspect to it, but it was real high-level gymnastics Okay, fine. mixed with the performance and the energy and the fun of a concert. So a concert and a gymnastics practice had a baby. (laughs) Yeah, that works. And a dance recital. Yeah, a dance recital, concert, and a gymnastics practice. Boom. (laughs) All mixed. Another highlight for me was just Lori in general. Lori as a host, as an MC. 
She was awesome. Oh, yeah. She's so charismatic, confident in her delivery. She knows how to captivate a crowd. And I mean that with her performance, obviously, but also just, like, who she is. Like, she goes out there and she just owns the floor. Even if she's walking or she's standing there with a mic (laughs) introducing somebody. Like, wherever Lori is in the arena, I enjoyed watching her. (laughs) I agree as well. But that's also coming from someone who's a huge Lori fan. I've always loved Lori. Her gymnastics, her dance abilities, her speaking abilities. I mean, she's just gold in every sense of the word. She was, and I wasn't paid to say that by the Gold Over America. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like you were totally, yeah, (laughs) uh, not sponsored. But there was even parts where Lori was interviewing the Olympic team, because I forget what the number was called, but there was, they each got to go out and do, like, well, I guess it wouldn't, I guess it wasn't a number. I guess it was, yeah, their their individual performances. I don't know what I'm talking about. Jay did a little snippet of her floor routine. Grace and Jordan did bars. Michaela did beam, which I thought was weird. I thought she was going to do floor, but whatever. Go off, I guess. (laughs) Go off, I guess. And then Simone also did beam. But anyway, so that... I guess I don't know if you'd call it a number, but that performance, um, Lori was out there as well. And she was talking to the girls and kind of doing like little interviews before she was a natural. And I really, I think I appreciate that because we've seen MCs in past gymnastics meets that are kind of like obnoxious and they feel like a little bit too much. Lori did seem to have a good balance going where she was entertaining and she was funny and witty and kept you energized and yeah engaged she's everything you want in an mc but not giving too much it was just the perfect amount of energy she is truly a natural at everything she does i feel like so was there anything that you didn't like from the show um the only thing that i feel like maybe i didn't like was the costume why am i calling them costumes why am i doing this because they're not just straight up leotards. I mean, okay, is it fair to say costumes? Like, am I wrong? I'm fine with you calling. Is okay. everyone okay with that? Does anyone have a problem with? I think you it's Halloween. It's spooky season. I'm just <laughs> costumes is where I'm going right now, so I'm really sorry. I know a lot of the costumes were leotards, but like, I just want to call them costumes today, apparently. So, <laughs> I do think that some of them were kind of ugly. I was a little disappointed, and I feel bad saying that because I'm sure somebody worked really hard to design them, but um, when Simone went live on Instagram one day and kind of was giving fans a sneak peek at the costumes, I was like, oh no, I'm silent right now. Like, I'm, they were not good. In our opinions. Yes. I think they definitely could have done better. The costumes could have done the girls more justice. The gold one was okay. I didn't mind that one. And I think the Wonder Woman one was cool. Like, I liked the concept of it. So I I liked that one. But some of the leotards that, like, the Olympic team wore in the number that Brittany was just talking about where they all went up and they talked to Lori and then they did a little part of their routine. Those ones were really, really ugly. They were bad. And then so were the beam ones for Morgan, Caitlin, and Lori. The purple and white cut down the middle. Yeah. Um, It was interesting and not... A choice that I would have made, but... There's so many ways they could have went about making leotards slash costumes, whatever you want to call it, for the show. And I was a little bit disappointed with that. But I do feel like that says a lot. If the only complaint that I really have about the show was that I didn't like the outfits they were wearing. I have one more, but it's like super trivial. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> and I contemplated not even saying anything because I'm like, I'm literally just complaining about stuff at this point. Yeah, I, I kind of felt like there was a little bit too much waving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you, you did say that. Hear me out. 
and I know it's for the kids and whatever. And the, ki- the kids get really excited when the gymnasts wave at them. So I'm, I'm partially joking here. Like, this is 85% a joke. <laughs> but, like, you can tell that they must have been told. They were, like, big waves choreographed in. Yeah, like, you can tell they were instructed to wave a lot. Because it just seemed like whenever anyone wasn't literally flipping in the air, they were running around waving. <laughs> And there's one video, this wasn't at our stop, this was another stop that Michaela Skinner had, like, shared her Instagram story, and I literally pointed it out to Brittany, because it looked so weird to me. She, like, literally the second she her feet touched the floor after doing a double-double, her hands were up in the air, and she was already, like, running and waving, and, like, waving in fans' faces, and I don't know. Again, I admit that this is a very, like, trivial thing to be even annoyed about it doesn't matter but no i think it's just funny if anything. yeah i also had a lot of fun listening to all the people around us mostly like the dads in the audience that didn't know what was going on <laughs> before the show started i think his daughter one of his daughters asked like what the tumbling strip on the floor like the, the rod floor like what it was and he like so confidently was just like yeah they're gonna use that as like a catwalk because it's gonna be where the fashion show is at and I'm like, wait, is he serious? Like, does he actually think that's what's happening there? And then these little girls, the same girls, were yelling, Michaela, Michaela, because they must have saw her somewhere. I was looking. I couldn't even find where she was, but whatever. They were yelling for Michaela. And then the guy that was, I'm assuming it was like a brother or something. I don't know who he was. I was assuming things about these people's families. I don't even know what you're talking about right now. I'm pretty sure I said this to you. Anyways, they were yelling for Michaela, and he's like, oh, dude, no way. Michaela Maroney's here. And they were like, oh. yeah. And I'm like, well, not really, but whatever. Right, it's that, though. It's the fact that they're at this tour, and, like, they don't even know what's going on. And we're not, like, I'm not crapping at them. I think it was just funny. Like, I was sitting there, like, kind of just laughing. Like, yeah. they think this is, like, a fashion show. Like, the dad thinks it's a fashion show, at least, because he's telling his daughters that. Hopefully the little girls knew. Yeah. I, I guess <laughs> that's Mikha- all that matters. Michaela Maroney was not there, unfortunately. I would have loved if she was. <laughs> that would have been pretty cool. But overall, I, I don't really have any complaints. Again, yeah. th- those two little things, it kind of just, you know, throwing them in there. Uh, observations, funny little comments, but really, truly, it was a great show, a great message. I loved the cast. I think they did a great job of incorporating so many different types of gymnasts from, you know, last quad, this quad, people who are relevant, like Nia Dennis, Caitlin Ohashi with their viral floor routines. It was, there was something there for everybody. Yeah. I think out of all the tours that we've been on, this was definitely my favorite. Yeah, same here. And if I could go and do it again, I totally would. So for this portion of the episode, originally we had planned to do an interview. We have two different interviews that we're working on slash in the process of editing. But one of the interviews we did have to reschedule. And then the other one, we actually mentioned both of them on last week's episode. But Leah Clapper, we did that a couple days ago and we're super, super excited for you guys to hear it. Leah is amazing, so well-spoken, has so many great things to say, great wisdom. She's wise beyond her years. We could talk to Leah for hours, I feel like. Yes. So we're really excited for you guys to listen to that episode and it'll be coming out really, really soon. Originally, we were gonna put it out this week, but we decided to postpone it a little bit because Leah actually has a very, very exciting project that she's working on and we wanted to time the release of the episode with the release of this project that she's been working on because she talks a lot about it in the episode and we wanted to be able to release the episode so you guys can have more information about that when it's actually available if it's something that you're interested in so with that being said 
you can look forward to that within another week. We're going to have that episode come out November 12th for Thinking. And then we have an interview with James and Sears as well that's in the works. We just had to reschedule it. Yeah, this is the second time we've had to reschedule and I feel kind of bad. The first time it was us, we had to reschedule. And then this time she had to reschedule for something. So Life it's just happens. not working out, but we're going to try and make it happen still. So this week instead, we're just going to do a little news update. I feel like we haven't really talked about news lately on the show, and we've got plenty to talk about today because USA Gymnastics is back at it again, being a dumpster fire, being shitty, being shady, all of the above. So the latest developments are that a security guard who was hired by USA Gymnastics in 2017, so he's been around for a while. He was hired to obviously provide security for the athletes at competitions, training camps, different events that the athletes go to. Mm -hmm. Earlier this year, he had some concerns about incidents that he had witnessed, including coaches forcing the athletes to train while they're injured, and then multiple incidents of coaches slapping the butts of underage female gymnasts. Allegedly, this happened earlier in the year at the Elite Challenge, which is a rhythmic competition, and it happened in front of two top USA Gymnastics officials. So Stephanie Corpin, who is the chief program director at USA Gymnastics, and then Carolyn Hunt, who is the senior director of the Rhythmic Gymnastics program within USA Gymnastics. And by the way, all this information is coming from Scott Reed's article on the Orange County Register. He's the one that's always keeping up to date with the latest happenings of USA Gymnastics and all the shit that's happening with them. So that's where all this information is coming from. And I'll be sure to link that in the show notes down below if you guys want to read the article. But anyways, the security guard filed a safe sport report, as he should. Right. And Lili Leon, our wonderful, amazing, and I say that very sarcastically, president of USA Gymnastics, responds to these concerns with, in what way was the coach slapping the buttocks? And this was in quotations. This was a direct quote from Lili Leon. As if... That's something that is okay in any circumstance. Right. Like, she's questioning Like, if you really even need to know more on that. Like, isn't that enough in itself? Right. She also said some may disagree with reporting that to safe sport. So she's clearly not concerned with this. But I want to point out, this does violate the safe sport code because it's considered inappropriate physical contact, as well as it being a situation where there's a power imbalance because you have an athlete and a coach. Right. It's also worth noting that the language used in USA Gymnastics safe sport policy is that inappropriate physical contact is considered touching, slapping, putting your hands anywhere on the butt or genitals of an athlete. That is literally the language in the safe sport policy for USA Gymnastics. There are no gray areas. It's not up for debate. It literally clears day states this is not allowed. So after this report was filed by the security guard, he claims that the relationship between him and USA Gymnastics became strained. He said he was getting emails, one of which was from Annie Heffron, who we all know is the USA Gymnastics vice president, where she emails him saying that people in the office are pissed at you, presumably for filing the safe sport report. He also says that he was being left out of meetings that involved security, so things that he should have been a part of, he was being left out of. He was not being invited to the walkthroughs of venues, which as a security guard, he should have been involved in. Absolutely, yeah, as part of his job. Yeah, and he was also being left off national team trips, so things were very, very different after he filed this report, which is a little bit disheartening because Safe Sport was created as a way to 
protect athletes and file complaints when you see things that are inappropriate or things that are wrong. And now it feels like there's clearly some kind of retaliation going on for somebody who was trying to protect the athletes and by filing the safe sport report. Yeah, I feel like that's just another example of USA Gymnastics making it pretty clear that if you do the right thing by filing a report like that, you're going to be punished. It feels like they're creating something to satisfy the public, to get people to just shut up. You know, we have these safe sport policies. Everything's fine. Trust us. We got this. But then still behind closed doors, it feels like they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. It's still a shit show. Yeah, it's still toxic as hell, which is really, really, really frustrating and disheartening and kind of makes me question if things are ever going to change. When you think that things are finally starting to change, more shit happens and more stuff like this comes out. Not that we really had any reason to believe that things were changing. Like, I think the opposite is actually true, but there is a part of you that just holds out hope that with them starting to clean house over the past couple of years and get new people on board, like Lily Leon, she was a new face in USA Gymnastics. She was not somebody who was involved previously. And she was a former athlete. You know, she competed at collegiately at the University of Michigan. I believe she was also an allegiance. I could be wrong on that. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty positive I remember that Either way, true. she was... She had experience in gymnastics at a high level. Yeah, and there was some hope there that she would understand the dynamics of the sport, understand what it is that the athletes need, understand what's okay and what's not okay between a coach and an athlete, knowing what's inappropriate contact. You would hope that she would know those things. And when she was hired in, I was really, really optimistic that this could be the change that USA Gymnastics needed. And to find out now that... There's retaliation against somebody who's making a safe sport report, but also that she's questioning the severity of it. Yeah, like it clearly states in their policy that this is not okay. So why are you questioning if it's okay when your policy says clear as day that it's not okay? This is not up for debate. You don't get to interpret the situation and determine for yourself. You know, it reminds me a lot of working in child welfare and having to call CPS for certain situations. Like when you're a mandated reporter, you don't get to decide, you know, I don't really think that happened. I think the kid is making it up or I don't think it was that severe. I think this was that person's intentions when they did this or said this. You don't get to decide those things. It's a part of your job. It's a part of policy. It's a law in some cases that you report abuse and it's not up for the person who is you know calling in the complaint or the person that is made aware of the complaint who's in charge of the place right to make those decisions Mm -hmm. that's why we have laws in place that's why we have policies and rules and systems like safe sport to protect the athletes and prevent these kinds of things from happening bingo How this ends is the security guard was fired. He was fired in September. And he gets a letter from USA Gymnastics attorney saying that he was fired because of his performance. Of course. And they cite (laughs) his behavior, concerns with his credibility. They claim it has nothing to do with the safe sport report. Lies. I call lies. They cite a bunch of examples of why he was fired. They talk about championships this year and how he was apparently having inappropriate or unprofessional interactions with USA Gymnastics interns, athletes, the parents of athletes. They say that he was attempting to solicit employment from athletes' parents while he was on the floor working for USA Gymnastics. They say that he failed to file a police report in St. Louis during the Olympic trials when there was a threat made to an athlete. The security guard says this is not true. He says everything is completely false. So there's a little bit of he said, she said going on here. And, you know, honestly, we don't want to comment on 
anything specifically because we don't know what happened with him. Like, as far as why he was actually fired. Like, if there's yeah. any truth to those allegations. Yeah, we don't know that. So we're not going to get involved in that. I'm more concerned with why people at USA Gymnastics are pissed that someone is filing a safe sport complaint. I want to know why Lily Leon acting like touching an athlete's butt in any way, shape, or form is a matter that's up for debate. Those are the things that I'm concerned about. She is the leader of USA Gymnastics. And there sounds like there's a lot of people still at USA Gymnastics who are in top positions who are questioning or doubting complaints that are made in regards to athlete safety. Well, and trying to cover it up as well. It frustrates me to no end that all of these years later, we still have people in positions of power who don't have the gymnast's best interest in mind and their safety in mind, most importantly. And we continue to see USA Gymnastics disappoint time after time. And I feel like when they're presented with the opportunity to do the right thing, for once, literally like for once, you're presented with the opportunity to do the right thing. They choose the side of protecting themselves and saving their own reputation instead of doing their job and looking out for the athletes. And the security guard, he did the right thing. Like you're, it's never wrong to file a report. Right. Well, it's like what you said. As someone who witnesses an athlete being touched inappropriately, it's his job to file a report. It's not his job or anyone else's job to determine if it actually is inappropriate or not. That's for other people to decide. That's for safe sport to decide. Yeah. Not Lily Leon, not even the security guard. Not anybody. Yeah. And I think we know that situations like this can hint at bigger systemic problems within the culture of the sport with USA Gymnastics, whether that be types of misconduct and abuse that isn't happening or being witnessed publicly. Like that is an indication of what's going on when people aren't looking. Right. That's what I, you know, that's what I'm right. concerned about. And also just the lengths that USA Gymnastics will go to, to still to this day, cover up any sort of abuse, any sort of allegation that could negatively reflect them or their coaches, their staff, yeah. you know, whoever it may be. They're still worried about the reputation of the organization. And this is proof of it. Yes. It's not about the athletes. It's not about their safety. It's about repairing the reputation of USA Gymnastics. Yeah. It's scary. It's disheartening. And I think that USA Gymnastics and Lily Leong need to be held accountable for this. Absolutely. And there's been other incidents in the past where Lily Leon has said or done questionable things. This for me is icing on top of the cake. I think she needs to go, which is really, really pathetic. If you think about the number of CEOs slash presidents USA Gymnastics has been through in the past like four or five years. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing at this point um, and really, really disheartening. I can't say that enough. Um, I couldn't imagine being, you know, an athlete or the parent of an athlete and just the uncertainty with this whole program and not really trusting, not feeling like you can trust the people yeah. who are in those positions of power to do the right thing and have your son or daughter's best interest in mind. So that's that. And of course, we'll keep you guys updated on any new developments that happen in regards to USA Gymnastics and the dumpster fire. <laughs> but we want to talk a little bit about, I guess, what the next couple of weeks are going to look like for Brittany and I, because we have something very exciting that we're working on and we can't wait for you guys to see it. So we're going to be shooting a video for Inside Gymnastics, and we're going to be going to the University of Michigan, your reigning NCAA champions. What? what? Doesn't get old. <laughs> yeah, still not over it. <laughs> and it's going to be a, well, at least as of now, the plan is it's going to be a two-part video, one where we kind of reflect back on that 
day where they won the national title for the first time ever in their program history. We have some exclusive behind the scenes footage that has never been seen before from inside the locker room that day. Some post celebration moments courtesy of Ed Kingersky from the University of Michigan. So I want to give a shout out to him for sending us that footage. It's going to really help tell the story, I think. Oh, and absolutely. Make part one of the video very, very special. And of course, we're going to have interviews with Bev and some of the key members of the team. So that's going to be great. And then the second part of the video, we're going to be at their gym filming practice. And it's going to be just a look ahead to the future as they get ready for their first season as the reigning national champions. You're only the national champions going into a new season for the first time ever once. Right. So that's it for Michigan. They're coming in as the reigning national champions. And I think that's part of the reason why we wanted to do this. I mean, you guys know we are huge Michigan fans. We live here in Ann Arbor. We grew up being Michigan fans and cheering on Michigan gymnastics in particular through all the ups and downs. So this is a really special opportunity for us to get in the gym and document just not only what happened in the past, but also looking ahead to the season and they're looking pretty great. And I think we really want to capture that and share that with the world and help, you know, get some excitement generated around this team and the things they're going to be doing in the future. Yeah, being able to make this video, I think is really, really meaningful and special to Brittany and I. Being such big Michigan fans, we're so, so excited for it. And we can't wait for you guys to see it as well. We're going to be shooting this video towards the middle of November. So, and it's going to be over the course of two days. So we're going to be there on a Thursday and a Friday for practice. So we're going to have two days to get all the footage we can, get the interviews done. We're a little bit stressed about it. <laughs> um, not the first time that we've made a video. You guys, if you've been following our blog triple twist for a number of years we've done a variety of different video features with yeah, different did. prominent people yeah in the sport jordan at the time. Bieber, yep. uh tima williams actually we've done one with michigan before but tatiana goots do yep i forgot about that one yeah i know i yeah. forget about that one all the time <laughs> um that not happened to, not to discredit tatiana goots do because she's a legend but yeah this one is going to be a little bit more I don't know. It's gonna be. We're gonna take Legit. it up. We're gonna take it up a few notches. Yeah. This is definitely gonna be a more high quality production. We're shooting in like 4K. We have really <laughs> nice cameras. We're making this just a, a production. production. Absolutely. So we're looking forward to it, and we hope you guys are gonna be excited for it as well. And of course, any updates that we have with that. We'll let you guys know here on the podcast, but also make sure that you're following Inside Gymnastics because we are doing this video for them. I've been doing a lot of work with them in the last year, so this is something that I'm super excited about, and I'm happy to have my partner in crime, Brittany, here along hey. with me doing it. So I know, I would not miss out on this. I don't work for Inside Gymnastics, but we are today. <laughs> I gotta be a part of this. So you guys can look for that. Well, I don't want to promise a date. <laughs> You know, we don't know when. Knowing Brittany and I, we're going to come home that day and we're going to work all through the night and we're going to get it done one day. <laughs> no, <laughs> not actually. Maybe like two days. <laughs> but we can promise you that no matter what, it'll happen before a couple weeks before the season actually starts. So it's going to be the perfect thing to watch to get yourself excited for season. And then in a couple weeks, hopefully season will begin. That's kind of my hope for it. It's just going to be that final thing to get you excited for season. So that's the plan. We're super excited about it. And we can't wait for you all to see it.
that does it for this week's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And the schedule is going to be a little bit different next week, but we will be back with a new episode. The plan is to have our episode with Leah Clapper come out on Friday, November 12th, like we said in the episode. She also has something very exciting coming out on that day as well. So we're going to release it in unison. Yeah, we initially were planning on having it go out on Monday, but then talking with Leah, we just established that it would be better for her if we just wait and time it with her announcement. Yeah. Just so we're not spoiling anything, we want to be fair and let her take the glory for all of her hard work and what she put together over there. Exactly. So, so don't be upset if you don't see an episode come out on Monday. We will have an episode that week. I feel so much pressure sometimes because if we don't put an episode on Monday, we get people that will message us and be like, when's the new episode coming out? So I just want to make it clear, we do have one coming. It's just going to be on Friday. Yes. Because like we said, it works better that way for Leah. We hope you guys have a great week and we will talk to you very, very soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.